Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whoa. Rising in the rising sun. The hey, land hey, of Welcome back to the show. Today we're going to be talking like, about yo, <laughs> something actually kind of, I don't know, um, hard to catch. So I've noticed a number of times when um, looking through some of my old vocabulary lists that there are words that I just couldn't quite catch. And so today we're actually going to talk a little bit about those words, particularly when it comes to important Japanese uh, verb suffixes. Okay, so if you're familiar with this channel, you know I go over a grammar point a day and I often put things in um, informal Japanese and then I also put them in ja- informal Japanese. So for example, verb like taberu becomes tabemas and I put them into verb bases and these verb bases are one through seven or one through five and then base ten base ta and so base one would be for a godon verb be a i u e o so non becomes no ma no mu no ma no mi no mu no me no mo and then non de non da um, so I've changed these bases and you can find them all available at my website manga-sensei.com under the bases tab under the 30-day challenge with that being said though um, there are these odd verb endings, if you will, and they often kind of confuse people, um, and moss is one of them. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about moss, and then over the next couple of uh, days, probably next week or so, we're going to be over going over other types of Japanese verb endings. So mas doesn't actually do too terrible much to a sentence. It simply makes it a little bit more polite. So if I take a verb like taberu becomes tabemas. If I want to make it past tense, it'd be tabemashita. If I wanted to make it negative, it'd be tabemasen. If I wanted to make it past negative, it'd be tabemasen deshita. And all that I'm doing there is taking it and putting it to base two. So I'm cutting off on ichidan verbs, verbs that end with E-R-U or I-R-U if put in Romanized format. And then I'm adding mas directly onto the end. The second thing I'm doing in, in terms of like a godon verb, I'm simply changing it to the E sound. So nomu becomes nomi, yomu becomes yomi, tobu becomes tobi, and etc. And so I'm taking those verbs and then I'm adding mas to the end. And then the masu, the su at the end, becomes the part that we're actually conjugating. And all that I'm doing really here is raising my diction. So instead of just saying to my friend, ja, taberu, are you going to eat that? It's going to be like, tabemasu ka? Would be, are you going to eat that? I'm saying it's someone that might be older than me or that someone that requires a little bit more respect. And that's actually something that's very important in Japanese because we're always trying to think about the person of whom we're speaking to. We're trying to make them feel comfortable. We're trying to make them feel respected. And we're trying to raise their status while also trying to not denigrate, but we're trying to lower our own to make them feel more important. Now, this again, as I have always said, is not trying to make you less of a person. It's simply trying to make the other person feel good about themselves. And as a way of Japanese society kind of works because it works off of a hierarchical grammar structure and doesn't necessarily represent on the person themselves or their individual worth.
That being said, being able to add mas to the sentence, as I've mentioned in previous episodes with mas, is going to make you sound a lot nicer to somebody. Also, it's going to be a differentiation between often how boys and girls speak. Girls in Japanese tend to, or women, tend to be a little bit more polite than their male counterparts. Now, this doesn't mean that women can't, you know, speak like a guy and a guy can't speak like a girl. In fact, the coolest guys actually speak more like women, which is actually kind of interesting. Um, in fact, there was some research done by one of my co-founders, uh, John Sorensen, where he actually did some uh, research and uh, found that guys who use more mas forms when speaking um, to people in general are found to be um, more attractive and to be cooler and guys that talk a little more like me, you know, ze, zo, be, and things like that and, and in plain form are actually a little bit seen kind of as knuckleheads. So I'm a knucklehead. That's okay. But if you can try to kind of spice up your Japanese a little bit by being a little more polite, I definitely recommend doing that. With that, though, I will sign off. I do recommend everyone go and check out my Patreon. Simply look up Manga Sensei and please help support us. We just launched this thing and it really helps us kind of keep our feet in our head above water so we can, you know, keep making the comic and doing things like that. With that, though, I will sign off. I will catch you guys next week, next week, tomorrow. I'm always saying next week. Sorry. Tomorrow, where we talk about more about Japanese grammar. Until then, Johnny.